Welcome back to the Beers and Steers podcast, week 11. We, we've been gone for way too... Yeah, it's week 11, because it was week 8 against uh, before West Virginia. We didn't play week 9. We were supposed mm. to play week 10, and we did it. Yeah. So it's week 11. So week 11, we're 5-2. and two. Wow. We, yeah, week 11, we're 5-2. and two. We've had, uh, what, three bye weeks now? Yeah, after UTEP. Uh, after OU... And after West Virginia. Damn. Yes, that math works out. So That's five and two is seven plus three bye weeks plus a plus bonus. Eleven. Wow. Good Look job. at that. Somebody All Saints. In engineering and in grad school. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. It week eleven. We have been gone for three weeks now. Unfortunately. We will review the West Virginia game. I will preface that we're not going to go into it as deep as we normally do just because it was so long ago and i know people um have kind of forgot about it we'll just touch on some highlights but first uh please keep on buying t-shirts venmo me i'm a poor college student um and i would like to go skiing this uh upcoming winter break so please venmo me f- uh for t-shirts i will get those delivered and sent out um koozies are also included don't forget that uh instas please tag us in all thanksgiving related instas with your t-shirts and hats and belts and whatnot uh we will be posting a lot because we're just gonna be sitting around doing nothing um for the next couple of days watching football john they did college basketball too okay oh and i've i've said i've told myself probably the past like four years and i kind of did it in college that i'm gonna get really into college basketball and not just ut and not just the big 12 and I can't decide if like this is the year to do it because I feel like I'm just gonna be disappointed with all the cancellations. Do you say that because you want to get into it, so you're not just dumb and just, like placing stupid bets, or you want to like kind of know what you're doing when you're betting on them? That that has a little bit to do with it, but it really not as much. I just like I'm I have six weeks off starting next Friday, so I really need to like <laughs> get something going. You know, I need to be busy, and I feel like college basketball can help me fill that void. Yeah, it's usually a pretty good. Uh, you know, they kind of have that random week off where they go to finals, but obviously this year is different. But then from like December 10th through like the terrible part of regular bowl season gets you through it. Right. And then bowl season picks up and football takes over again. And then it's like big 12 play. But obviously you, everything's all. Yeah. You don't watch a bas- college basketball game for like three weeks. Yeah. Then it's all goofed up this year because who knows what the hell is going on. Oh, I, I would love to do over under how many games Texas plays this year. What's on a normal schedule? Thirty something. Yeah, like thirty-five. Uh, I'd put it at like twenty-two, twenty-three. Yeah. I mean, I guess a better way of saying it is how many games get canceled because I don't even know how many games we have this year. So I, I do feel like it's a lot easier to postpone a basketball game than a football game, though. Yeah, I've heard that you might start seeing football like Tuesday mornings now. What? Tuesday mornings? Yeah, they're they're. She's gonna try to start squeezing them all in. Doesn't matter. We're really off topic here. So where are you? You want to you want to talk about really getting off the page? I'm currently in my parents' garage. Um, I don't know. No, here I'll twist it around a little bit. I'm currently smoking a brisket for the McLaughlin family for uh, next week, or sorry, Sexy. for tomorrow um, for Thanksgiving. So I'm tasked with doing that. Speaking of, I probably need to get check the temperature we can do that live you know what let's just do it live come on Look. this is a first stoke the fire a little bit um is that a nice uh, mesquite what are we what are we working with no we went with oak today hmm. uh it's, i hear that's hard to burn it's it's gotten no it's not the hardest to burn but it's gotten really good smoke with it I think a little bit of the fire. oh wait the youtube link is just now catching up with it's kind of cool. Uh, that a little bit. I think we should be good. We're hovering around 250. Beers and steers and smoke. No, what's, what's smoke and steers? Smoke, smoking and that sounds steering. Like we're, that sounds like we're a bunch of stoners. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm currently doing. So I'm outside right now. Um, Was your dad on the patio? No, not yet. He will be in about uh, two hours, maybe less actually um so a little bit of different atmosphere that's why we're all over the place but you know what who cares 
I like uh, the bike pump and shovel in the background. That's yeah, we're really getting the true like industrial kind of look. Um, in the parents' garage. Okay, yep. let's get into some actual football talk. West Virginia game. It was not a sexy game at all. <laughs> it, it was one of the more I won't say boring because I kind of like those like smash mouth games where there's a lot of defense and it's really just kind of a, you know, who can get past the 50 and maybe get a field goal type game. But offensively, I, I th- was this the Bijan coming out party? Well, it was nice to see Bijan and Jake Smith kind of be the like uh, electric players that we've been wanting to see. Right. You know, it's, it's kind of like the, the new guys on the block. They, finally had their coming out game and now it's going to get even better with Winnington being healthy this week. But yeah. this was finally a 100 yard rushing game by, I think it was our first of the year for a running back. Gosh, it might be. Yeah. I think you're right. I know Sam, Sam rushed for a hundred at OU. That doesn't count though. Doesn't count. I think this is the first 100 yard rusher this year. So I, we, we yeah. probably had one against UTEP, but yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think we did, but it doesn't matter. Uh, no, we didn't. You're right. Sorry. Take that back. Go ahead. But, you know, Jake Smith making great plays. Um, so, yeah, it just felt like for the first time the offense was opening up in those mm-hmm. plays. We really wanted to see at the beginning of the season or finally or slowly but surely getting healthy. Um, and now, you know, given another three weeks, I'm very excited to see how the offense takes the next step. So, um, 113 yards that. for Bijan um, on only 12 carries. He did have that one long run of 54 yards, but still, I mean, you, yeah. You, you take that out, it's not nearly as sexy, and it's like 11, 11 carries with 60 yards, but still not bad at all. And the game-winning reception, I believe, as well. Yeah, that's true, too. On a very, very clutch um, running back swing, whatever, dump-off pass. That I don't, For some reason, I feel like we have kind of underutilized that, but it was a great play call. Yeah, I'm just looking at I mean, big picture team stats right now. 363 to 360 total yards. Unbelievably mm-hmm. close. Mm-hmm. Um, God, that is penal- penalties. We finally cleaned up the penalties for 45 yards. Yeah. Um, and no turnovers. So that was nice. So finally hold on to the ball, mainly because Keontae didn't touch the ball and cleaning up the penalties on the offensive line. And yeah, that's your offense is finally moving in the right direction. And credit West Virginia, they played really well on their defense so i i agree they're in the the stills brothers dante and uh God, i can't remember the other guy's name but both of them are really really good and they played well but i still think our offensive line managed them pretty pretty solidly and it reflected with Bijan, obviously but I, I mean the offensive line changed it up a little bit and they didn't play as kind of a more of that zone type of long outside runs where maybe you get a cutback and stuff like that. It was a little bit more of kind of the pull, like a guard would swing to the other side. Maybe a, I think there was a couple counters in there with both guard and tackle. I don't know. It it looked like a little bit different of a run game, especially from what we've seen in the past couple of years with Herb and Herman. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what we see. That's what they should do going forward, regardless of who the running back is. It, it, that will pay dividends i think going forward um a plane flying over you yeah there's a plane flying over (laughs) how can you hear that not the air compressor going off next to me i don't know selective hearing on the microphone i guess yeah i guess so uh sam i still think is not 100 percent. i know herman went like nuts in that press conference like two weeks ago uh yeah he went nuts on a couple different things we've never really seen that um but he kept on stressing, Sam's not hurt, Sam's not hurt, Sam's not hurt. Okay, he may not be hurt, like listed, like he may not have this one thing that's like hurt, but overall there's multiple bumps and bruises that have accumulated over the season to make him not as good as he used to be. Yeah. He's, dude, he's completed 58% of his passes. Like, that's not good. And I understand that he doesn't have Duvernay. He doesn't have Lil Jordan. He doesn't have these great receivers that he's had the past two years. And his offensive line's not nearly as good as it was the past two years either. But, like, at some point, the senior – how many senior veteran QBs do you see in college football that have played four years that, like, all of a sudden kind of take a step back? I guess we'll get into Purdy with Iowa State, who's kind of followed the same with Sam. But I don't know. It, it's alarming. Yeah, the, the... – <laughs> The expectations are not really being met, unfortunately. But 
One quick thing, going back to the game that we kind of skipped over. How about the first uh, first drive touchdown? Yeah, that was awesome. March right down the field, seven yeah. yards. Was like seven or eight plays. I, I don't think it took like think, four, four minutes off. Yeah, I don't think we've done that all year, other than maybe probably the UTEP game. Ooh. Do we know? I think we might have against Oklahoma State. Well, anywho. whatever. I, it was great. I, great start to the game, but. Um, Ugly, like 17 points is not good. And a missed Dicker field goal, you know, that obviously hurts, takes off three points. But still, 20 points is not going to get it done. Again, moving over to the defense, I'm still dying on this hill, and I can't wait for you to join me. This defense is good, okay? Just bear with me for a second. One touchdown in the first half, two field goals in the second half. That was it. West Virginia was 6 of 17 on third down. They were 0 for 3 on fourth down. And they were 43 rushing yards on 26 rushing attempts. That's less than two yards an attempt. Yep. You can win any game with those stats. And Daigie's not a bad quarterback. And I think they had a couple good – like, they have a couple good possession receivers. They were, you know, targeting our corners like Oklahoma State was doing, just kind of dink and dunk, five-yard stops and stuff like that, which is kind of the defense's weak point and – that's just Ash's scheme more than anything. Like, that's not a bad offense. They're, I really don't think they are. And the, I thought our defense looked great. Statistically, I would agree. Um, I think the what, do, what were your thoughts on the possible passing interference towards the end of the game on Chris Brown? Yeah, that was – there was a couple calls that probably – you know, could have gone either way. That was one of them. Yeah. And there was another one. God, where was it? Oh, the review remember. of Kai Money's freaking fumble. Oh, dude, that was bad too. Yeah. Why we is had Kai some... Money getting on the field? Like, is that oh, where Garrett, we're at? Garrett O'Grady is on the. I know. Meow, meow. Garrett. He's on the line. He's a sooner. We don't talk about to him that much. Um, <laughs> I think individually, I thought DeMarvion had a really good game. And I think he's – Because he had the one uh, one play where he got, like, wide open gap and he made a good play finally. No, that's not true at all. He's been playing well. He's – what defensive player, not including Asai and probably anyone on the D-line. I'm saying linebacker and DB, have you seen progress got better each week besides DeMarvion? I think he's the only one. Yeah, I would agree. I was reading it's about that because- too. What? It's mainly because he's had like four or five armbands and like six no, leg bands. That's not why. I was reading about it. like good teams get better like at the beginning of the season. Like great teams well, get better each week. The defensive line has gotten better, I would say, as a unit. Overall, I agree with that. Overall, they have definitely been the most improved unit. And they um, still played really well when Coburn went out. Like Tavondre yeah. stepped up and so did um, Ojimo and Jacoby Jones and all those guys. Taquan and they played Graham. really well. What? Taquan Graham as well. Yeah, Taquan Graham played great. He's kind of come through and like, I feel like a guy who got a lot of playing time earlier in his career and never really did much, and now he's kind of turning on. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I still think, I know our DBs and like Caden is always at the top of like our statistics, like tackles, but like if you watch the game, he's really not making any like unbelievable plays. I guess he, you know, they haven't had those like kind of just stupid as shit like blown coverages over the top like we saw like in the early strong years but i'm not seeing flashes and i know he's so hurt he's gotten hurt like so much in the past two years but he just hasn't been the guy that he was his freshman year i, mean, I think we said that every week though caden stern yeah again i thought our corners played well though i thought deshaun jalen green all those guys played well and chris adamora's been very serviceable in a role that he's not you know that he probably wasn't suited for playing well it's gonna be a much better test for them this week on the dbs um i I don't know if daggy's truly a great test i mean yeah he did throw 50 passes so hell that's quantity wise they were put on a lot of like i said a lot of pressure on him i think Uh, he's a better quarterback than people rag on him for yeah i don't think purdy is you know exactly light Daggy, but I do think Purdy has a much better coach. So um, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. Any anything else? West Virginia, ugly game. Not a lot of penalties. That's, uh, that's really I didn't like 
just uh, typical. Just I didn't like the 11 a.m. kick with the new south end zone. The mm. shadows of the south end zone were driving me nuts. Oh, I didn't even notice um, that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was annoying. That's so, the construction engineer in, in you. Yes, indeed. I don't know. I just you uh, probably just annoying. hate looking at like construction that's undone. That's like your worst nightmare, <laughs> yeah. right? I will say it does. The south end zone looks great. It has. It's starting to come through. Definitely, it's really coming along. And then I think this week being the last home game, uh, the last time we have an eyesore because I think come yeah, March, that's April, true. May, it's going to be pretty close. And then obviously they'll have, they'll have the, the final touches, and maybe next year we'll be able to have full full stadium again. Um, who knows about that? Hashtag yeah, that's TBD. Let's just try and get you married, and then we'll go on to that. Um, yeah, but no, okay. I think the the last thing on the game was it. It was just a, another like survive and win and mm-hmm. move on, right? Like if you lose you three that games game, in a row, man. Yeah, I mean, if if you lose that game, the wrath that is UT fan base on Tom Herman is un. Well, it's gone. He's gone. Yeah, you, you can't get over it, right? But the simple act of just winning doesn't matter how ugly or pretty it was. And everyone, you just kind of hush-hush half the fucking dumbasses who say, like, cut him out, get rid of him, get rid of him, right? So, from a just overall picture-wise, um, and I don't know, I don't even know if, like, all the recruiting shit has happened since that game or before. Remember it's, kind of, it's kind of since that game, which is odd, but... Yeah, I mean, we've we've lost the nation's best quarterback. Sorry, another eh, state's best quarterback. Mm, two best offensive linemen that you were talking about from your neck of the woods mm-hmm. and a receiver that literally lives within the same zip code as a stadium. Yep. So, uh, that's, that's the thing that bugs me the most. Um, Urban Meyer continues to get those little subtle Fox or uh, subtle jabs on Fox game day, whatever you yeah. call that thing. Kickoff. I saw Liner was giving him crap about Austin. No, I thought it was a uh, Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Tomato, tomato, right? Uh, so, Both good college quarterbacks who sucked in the NFL. So yeah, <laughs> Tom Tebow, right? Uh, Tom Tebow. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I again with the dark shadow that is uh, coaching decisions overarching. It was nice to get a win, make it through mm-hmm. these, have everyone just kind of shut up, and then agree. see if we can see if we can go get keep it going, keep go get go get a win. I mean, if you get a win this weekend. It's. I'm not going to go too far to say, but close to saying that we are Big Twelve Championship bound. So, I don't disagree with you, and we'll get into that in a second. But first, John, it's Thanksgiving, so let's touch on something a little bit lighter. And oh, wow, why don't you talk about what you're thankful for? Um, why don't you go first? You kind of put me on the spot. Well, that's why I asked you to go because I don't really have anything thought. Um, I'm thankful health, for health. Not being COVID positive is pretty clutch. Negative. I think I've already had it, so I guess not having it currently. Yes. Um, I'm thankful for Mac football games on Wednesday say? nights. Mac football. Max. Oh, yeah, thank, thankful for uh, last weekend. Fun oh part. yeah, John and I went on a little four no run heater last weekend. That I wasn't was gonna fun. go there. I wasn't gonna go there, but you did. Uh, that was. I'm definitely thankful for that, even though I still had to pay the bookie, but not as much. Um, Why, what did you lose it on? Uh, late night Utah. I thought USC was frauds, and they ended up kicking the shit out of Utah. Liberty. Packed full of football. Liberty screwed me. I had NC State minus four, and they, it was just, it was a nightmare of a game. Um, What else, your turn, what else are you thankful for? Don't say Ashley, that doesn't count. (laughs) I hope she listens later on and she heard you say that. I'm not saying, she's just, she's not, she's out of the running. She's not eligible. Oh, okay. I got it. I just got a text. I'm like, holy shit, was that her? Uh, what else am I thankful for? Um, said Wild Acre Brewery. It is, John. Yeah, thankful for our only sponsor of all time, Wild Acre Brewery. Those are That's some pretty. Beer. Those are some pretty good free beers. 
Yeah, that that is my favorite Wild Acre, by the way. What happened to those t-shirts? Oh, I gave one to my dad. No, this is a great. This is by far their best beer. I mean, they're all good. Oh, they're you know all what? solid, but this is the best. You know what? Thankful for, like, probably number one follower of all time. The one and only, everybody. I mean, just. Who? Are you deaf? No, what it, you cut out, actually. What did you say? Oh, I, I couldn't no, hear you. Moment's over. Moment's over. I'm Were sorry. You, did you say Webb? Yes. Oh, yeah. Shout out, Webb. I am thankful for Webb. Um, Moment's over, Webb. I'm sorry Stuart ruined it. I didn't ruin anything. I just couldn't hear him. It cut out, like, for the viewers and listeners as well. That was just like a sign from God. I shouldn't have said it. Sorry, Webb. Yeah, it might have been. I'm thankful for Tim Taylor's Friday morning emails when I may or may not be on the toilet. Ooh, I wonder if we're going to get that tonight or if we get that oh. Friday morning. Oh, no, he's he's definitely doing like a, you know, few beers, meat sweats edition <laughs> Thursday night, Thanksgiving edition. Oh, for, for a fact, I guarantee it. All right, last thing about Thanksgiving, favorite dish, and it can't be the turkey. Yeah, that's tough. It's a it's an easy one, but if you do it right, it is it really ties everything together. And I'm gonna say stuffing. Yep, easy answer. I think it is, and we were we've had a little bit of a COVID shuffle over in Fort Worth, um, so we were not. Shuffle? What does that mean? Our, well, my grandfather's COVID, so thanks, John. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, he got diagnosed. He got tested last night. He's fine currently, but prayers up to uh, Harold Peak. He's doing good. Yeah. He's doing fine. He's just he's got it. Um, but they were hmm. supposed to bring over the stuffing, so we had a we had a big issue. So we we did the uh, we're going store bought this year. Yeah. I was about to say, you don't just audible and like make that. No, that's that's an all day thing. And you get a little yin yang store, but we're doing the store bought stuffing, but we're smoking our own brisket. So I think, I think that's, I think that plays. I think that's fair. So y'all aren't doing a turkey? No, we're doing a turkey. We're doing turkey breast, which I also have to smoke. Um, just putting this whole family on my back, just like I always do. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think Matt would disagree with that. Oh, you see him out here smoking? He's probably no. working. Okay, congrats. Um, <laughs> I'm thankful for. Okay, yeah, stuffing. Okay, here's here's a real one. Favorite Thanksgiving dessert because Thanksgiving is by my favorite holiday. Like not even cl- close. Christmas is good. Don't get me wrong, but like Christmas, there's a lot of stuff going on with it. Thanksgiving, there's nothing going on with it. You sit down, you eat, you drink, and you watch football. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Thanksgiving and uh, I don't want to drop the church word, but like, there's no church involved with that. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, shoot, I gotta go get shower and dress. And no, no, we're not doing that. President's Day or Christmas or Christopher Columbus Day. Those are good days. Okay, Christopher Columbus, you racist. Uh, it's Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, favorite dessert on Thanksgiving is uh, definitely pecan pie. Ooh, that's a strong one. I'm gonna go similar but slightly different in buttermilk pie. Yeah, shoot, Butter- a good, dude, a good, pie, damn it. a good great. thick buttermilk pie is so good. Very unhealthy, very good. Okay, that's shut up. All right, getting back into the football, we face the Iowa State Cyclones this week, Friday. Ooh, another 11 a.m. game. I didn't know that. 11 a.m. on ABC. I don't know who we have calling us. That's actually... Probably Steve Levy. Is it Steve? That'd be awesome. I love Steve. Um, No, he he didn't do college anymore. Hmm. It might be Tess. It might be Tess Tour, which I love too. Um, But I don't know. With the Thanksgiving, all all those uh, schedules get all funky, you know? But whatever. Iowa State Cyclones, they are coming in at a very similar record uh, to to the Texas Longhorns. Uh, they're 6-2. and two. Um, They have wins over Oklahoma, uh, a close loss to Oklahoma State. However, they did lose to Ula La the first week of the year, 31-14, when they got just absolutely destroyed. Party only threw for 145 yards. Um, yeah. Close win over TCU week two, and then they kind of got started rolling. 
with the win over Oklahoma week three. Uh, the, the loss against Oklahoma State was tight. I mean, it's 24-21. That's, yeah. that's a close game. And Oklahoma State played really good defense. It was at Oklahoma State as well, and Purdy only threw for 160. So, But they beat the absolute crap out of Kansas State last week. One kind of a close one against Baylor the week before. I, I think the Kansas State 45-0 win is a little – let's not put too much into it because Kansas State's an absolute dumpster fire right now. I don't know what's going yeah. on there. They've, fall, they've literally lost either everyone in the transfer portal or COVID or – like they they had like 20 people missing in their game against Iowa State. So I don't, don't put any sort of uh, thought into that Kansas State game. But looking at their schedule that I can tell you were just reading down – there seems to be a common theme. If you keep Purdy underneath 200 yards, they lose, mm-hmm. except for the Baylor game. So goes back to your boys, your corners, who are, oh, yeah, the best defense. So they're real good. I didn't say they're the best defense. I said they're a good defense. These guys clearly give a bunch of points. They give up 34 to TCU, 30 to OU, 22 to Kansas, man, 31 to Baylor. 31 to Baylor? That was so three weeks ago. We're going to put some points up, especially with getting Whittington back, which I – believe he's coming back right uh yeah Whittington's back the only uh Coburn is a maybe and uh Keontae's out but get okay. I I agree with you that they give up some points and I but I do think this defense is actually better than what they show I think they I think Purdy had a pick six and um I want to say in the Baylor game like it's a little different I think their defense is better in how many how much points they give up, but it looks like their middle linebacker Michael Rose, who's really good. I'm pretty sure he's their leading tackler as well. Um, he came out against uh, their game last, or was it last? Was it against Kansas State? It might have been. And he was. They showed him on the sideline limping like really, really bad. He's he's a very good middle linebacker. I mean, small, solid, smart guy. Looks like he might be out. That's huge for them um, if he's not playing. They do have two other guys that are very good too. So number J- number twenty three. We need to look that's, for number twenty three. That's that's Mike Rose. That's yeah. the guy who might be hurt. I know. I'm just what I'm saying. I, if we see number twenty three out there, then uh, we need to be yeah. hurt. Hummel's the other good uh, linebacker, number thirty five. He's solid. They've got two really good edge, edge rushers, both with um, six sacks. Jaquan Bailey as well as uh, Will McDonald the fourth. Talk about two very different names. Jaquan's number three, and I think Will McDonald's like number 40-something. Oh, he's number nine. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, watch out for both of those guys. They're, they're very, very good um, edge rushers. Defensive tackles, not great. Safeties, corners, not great as well. But up the middle, or sorry, on the edges and at the linebacker core, solid. Oh, good geez. defense. They have one other way is freaking names. Are you on me away? Azuka, stop, stop. You're just embarrassing yourself, bro. So here you go. TJ Tampa is a great name on their on their defense. You name it. You name that guy. Go. Which guy? Uh, the defensive end who was a Riki. He was a Riki. Ioyama. No, you didn't say say the first name again. Ioyama. <laughs> that's that's the same. <laughs> Oh man! Whatever. Okay, their defense is better than I think than people think. But if they don't have Rose, that's a big deal. Moving over to the other side of the ball, pump pick Purdy. Purdy is the quarterback. He's kind of fallen off and regressed this year. I don't really know what's going on. He doesn't have the receiving threat that he's had the past two years. I think Xavier Hutchison is their best receiver, and he's he's good, but I wouldn't call him a great unbelievable receiver that you're used to in the big 12 number eight um huh. but his i think the real threat and that one we struggled with this year and we really haven't played a team with a great tight end and they've got one in charlie kohler number 88 he's a solid big tall guy probably going to play in the league fast enough to make you you know miss he's six six he's huge so, so who do we watch put on him, him. That's the question. It's looking like scheme-wise, it'll be Adamora, but I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if we see some Anthony Cook and spells and just basically teaming up and eyeing off this dude and just being physical with him and getting him uncomfortable and beating him up and then maybe bringing Adamora on third down when you need a little bit more speed. So look at this. They're leading rusher Brees Hall. 
good. Very good. As 1,100 yards. Yep. Are, obviously, they've played one extra game than we have. Doesn't make that much of a difference. Okay, take off those 169 yards. He's at a, he's at a, a thousand. Okay. Guess who our leading rusher? How many yards he has? It's Sam, and he's probably got f- 550. 323. Yuck. That's disgusting. So, so we got to look out for one, the tight end, and two, Brees Hall on the offensive side. Brees Hall is very good. He's um, probably the best running back in the Big 12. Number 28. Only a sophomore. That'll be fun. Uh, so, I was not a big dude, but quick. I remember that Ula Law game, and don't don't get me wrong, Ula Law is actually kind of good. They've had a good run with that coach for a couple of years now. Napier, yeah. They looked so bad, and the ESPN ever really showed this stat. It was like Iowa State's record in September, and then Iowa State's record in October, November. And they are so good in October, November, but just terrible in September. And I don't know if that's a – Matt Campbell has an issue with getting his team ready early in the season or or what. Who knows? There's, but there's, like, like correlation between their – I don't know, whatever. Long story short, they suck in September. So, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. No, it makes sense. Yeah, no, they've done that every single year. You're right. But I don't get it. Why? How do you start so slow? Like, I guess you just come out of camp no. not prepared, like, to face good teams. It's like – they lose to bad teams, but then they beat really good teams. So. Good teams later on in the year. Well, not, well, I don't even know later on. I mean, they beat OU week three. Yeah, true. So, I, I yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Then they, they've struggled early in the year in the past couple of years. But well, I, other thing – go ahead. No, nothing. I was just saying, I mean, I think we're understating how good Brees Hall is and yeah. what, what he could do to us. So, this reminds me of the game two years ago where they came in, and I don't remember who it was who lost, but you know, our game became like a semifinal for the championship game, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until we had to go play Kansas, and we almost lost to Kansas. Classic. That was fun. Um, but that game, I remember Montgomery was out in the first half. Yep. He got to a young Brock Purdy very early on, and he never really got on his feet. Right. This is kind of a remind. This kind of game reminds me that the implications, again, right? Winner kind of still is in the home. Big 12 yep. championship, losers really not, mm-hmm. except for they kind of still are if they lose. Well, but yeah, it a lot of different factors, a lot of games left. COVID. But I, I just feel like this is a very similar implication type game, but they have a running back for the full game, and our defense is not as good as that defense was back then. So that's why I'm very concerned in this thing. But Vegas seems to disagree with me. It opened as a pick 'em. And it's shifted about a point, point and a half towards us, which I, I actually don't disagree with it. I, I think, well, going into predictions, I do think we win. I think that, I think that Brees Hall could have 120 yards, maybe even a little more, and I think that we could still handily win this game. Because if Why you're, if you're limiting him to 120 yards on let's say 30 carries I mean, they're going to give him the ball a lot that means that Purdy's really getting shut down and we're getting after him and I think I watching their line against OU in last week or not last week but like in their tight games they are not good against a good D-line pressure and I think that Osai and our D-line is the best D-line in the Big 12 and I don't think they faced anyone close to that I think we're gonna be able to get pressure on him enough where they're gonna have to stick to the run game and just kind of chunk by chunk by chunk, try and get a drive together. But, I mean, you're playing the odds. You know, you get two solid stops on defense, and it's third and seven, and next thing you know, like, you're, you're putting a lot of pressure on Purdy. And I think that our defense, again, is good enough to do that. And I, 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 what I'm saying, essentially, is that Brees Hall can have a good game and they can still lose. And so... I, on offense, on our offensive side, I mean, you hope I, I'm putting a lot of faith in a Sam having however many weeks off to rest and be ready. Yeah, no, I, I'm very intrigued by rest and then the health of the other players as well with Jordan coming back. Yeah, so offensive wise, I'm very uh, excited to see what's coming out, but I fear, but you, you, you kind of put a little doubt in me in terms of like their. They have not faced a defensive line like ours, so I'll give you some credit there. I just fear, especially with a really dominant tight end and a running game like they've clearly have shown to have, 
how we're going to be able to stop them. So I think it's going to take at least at least two turnovers for us to win this game. I, I yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, and it doesn't look like Brees Hall is really going to fumble uh, fumble, you know, susceptible of that. But again, getting back to the Purdy thing, we get pressure on him. Yeah, he has not looked great that y- this year, and with our D line and hopefully our DBs can make a play. I don't think that's that crazy if him throwing two picks. And I will say Iowa State has struggled on the road in big games. They have ne- yeah. they have seen that. Hey, we're going to take down the big boys in Ames. Yeah, that's what we do. Ames, they Iowa, have, weird things happen. They have continued to struggle. I mean, look at OU last year. They had a chance to win that game. They yeah. Oklahoma well, State this they year. got screwed by the refs last year, but yeah, no, but yeah, they, it you know, Oklahoma State this year, nah. So you know, they've proven to not be very good on the road. I mean, um, they went to Kansas and gave up twenty-two. Yeah, so you know, there's a lot of you know positives there. I just uh, my fear is you know it's kind of contradicting what contradicting what I said, but having so much time off if the offense comes out flat, but. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we're uh, not playing on Thanksgiving, by the way. Yeah, I guess so. Sure, why not? I don't really care. I mean, I don't like I don't like the Thanksgiving game unless it's a Okay, I, I I can get behind that. But okay, you didn't give me a prediction. So I'm going to assume we don't get the two turnovers that I am requiring for us to win. So I think we lose 34, 20, four. Iowa State wins. They control the ball for 35 minutes, and Sam doesn't get the chance he needs to, to get back on the field and bring us back like he does in every other game. I'm going to say Texas 35-30. I think – So we're both in the same range. It's just a matter of – Right. Who's actually winning. I, I think that the offense will be ready, and you've had three weeks to kind of change up the running game and realize what worked against West Virginia in a similar style of defense in Iowa State. And then, again – hope pray that sam has gotten healthy essentially um, i don't know if he can't get healthy over three weeks of just practice then i don't know what will get him healthy yeah no i agree um all right while this is still going on there's obviously more stuff going on behind the scenes that nobody is really privy to and that is the uh kind of current looming decision between herman and del Connie. There have been talks between Urban Meyer. There's no way that those reports are false. There are certain other reports saying that the contracts have already started to be decided or, you know, negotiated on. Executed. Not executed, just negotiated. So I still think that if he loses one more game, Big 12 championship included, he's gone. The real question is, is, Okay, I'm saying we win this week. Um, let's go ahead and say, knock on wood, we'll win against Kansas State and Kansas. That puts you in the Big 12 championship. What happens when he loses a close one to OU? I don't think he gets fired. I told you when we first had this conversation, if he wins out, he keeps his job. Regular season? Yes. But there is that camp of people that say, it doesn't matter when a loss during COVID year. Like He's clearly not getting his, his recruiting down in the state, so it doesn't matter, like, Get rid of them now, cut your losses. So I'm sick of people saying this year doesn't count. It counts. So here's my thing. If you tell me, I've been saying this since day one, if you tell me that Urban Meyer is for sure coming, then yes, you do it. But if it's anybody else, you stick with Tom Herman. That's Yeah, that's obviously the rub. Um, but, I mean, still, there's been reports of these talks been going on for probably about a month now. And they ha- there hasn't been anything saying that it's been completely shut off from either side. So that's a in terms of a good sign of actually getting urban, it is. But I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, if you're, you know, history doesn't repeat itself; it just rhymes. This is starting to look a lot like Saban ten years ago. Yes, it is. <laughs> Not ten years ago, was it? Seven years ago. Eight years ago now. Yeah. Yeah. So I get. I hundred percent get what you're saying, and especially with our coach or with the coach that we're facing this week, Matt Campbell, looking like to be the candidate somewhere else after this year or in Michigan or somewhere else. So he would probably have gotten a look, you know, if something would have happened and you don't get urban. So not having him available, yeah, it gets a little thin. I don't know, man. It's just, I'm more just 
asking questions for the audience, John, that's what we're supposed to do is to make the people think, um, you know, what would you do if Herman wins out the regular season, gets to the big 12 championship, loses a close one. OU. I don't know. It's tough. I, I think I would lean towards keeping him. Yeah. But me personally, but I still, obviously I don't care. I don't matter. My opinion doesn't matter because I don't give millions of dollars to the university. I still think there's a lot of people who look at the current recruiting class and what you mentioned earlier and how many guys have you missed on. Also, side note, James Brockmeyer broke his ankle last week. Not good, um, but still. And you look at the current recruiting class and everything that's going on and how bad it is. Don't look at the rankings. Rankings don't matter. He's lost so many good players that he could have gotten in Texas. The state of Texas, I mean. I don't know. I, it's it's going to be interesting. It sucks. I hate doing this. But, yep. John, we're journalists. We have to talk about it. Yep. No, I, I think uh, it would be hilarious if we won the championship. I think it just would be so funny. If we won? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, we got to take care of business this weekend. To I know. Chance. We're, we're, getting ahead. we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Okay. Let's get into games of the week. Best week of the year. Usually for college football, obviously a couple cancellations of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and it looks like that's it right now of the major conferences, but still sucks. Uh, Notre Dame at UNC on Friday at 2.30, right after the Texas game on ABC, so you don't don't have to change the channel. Irish are rolling after beating Trevor Lawrence, uh, depleted Clemson a few weeks ago, and Ian Book has started to look a little bit better. Uh, McAfee Mac has fallen off after that bad loss to Florida State. Kind of seems like he's losing control. I, I think the line's five. I still think Notre Dame's a good bet. I think UNC's probably up at half, maybe, but then they they lose a little bit of control and ended up losing. Or you know, I like Notre Dame big in that game. Big? Yeah. <sighs> See, the, North Carolina's got. I mean, this is their game. You know, like they don't have anything else. Notre Dame big. Okay. I, I agree they cover, but I think it's going to be a little bit tighter than people think. Uh, Auburn, Bama, Iron Bowl, 230 on CBS. Bama What's the headline? 24. Uh, Saban tested positive again somehow. And it looks like this time he actually won't be uh, on the sidelines. I'll believe that when I see it. But still, Auburn has really been a disappointment this year. And I think that... I think Mac Jones has a very legitimate shot at winning the Heisman, uh, even though I think Fields should win it. But regardless, yeah. I think they're going to try and pad his numbers, pad his stats. I like Bama huge here. Um, yeah, Auburn is extremely overrated. I think that was like the SEC bias with this team this year. Um, mm-hmm. I like Alabama. I'm not sure about 24 points, though, in a rivalry game. Little Okay, I think it's the last – Six times, the last six games that Bama has been a double-digit favorite in the Iron Bowl, they've covered. Really? Yeah. Did I you mean, see that one? Oh God, what game was it? It was a bad beat. Like no other. Not Virginia. Perfect. Yes, Virginia and like Abilene, Abilene Christian. Go <laughs> go go! Look at Scott Van Pelt's uh, segment yeah. on that. It was incredible. That That's was so probably good. a top five bad beat of all yeah. time. Yeah. Oh my god, the double pass in the end zone, like yes. Oh. <laughs> like what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> Stanford Steve is yelling too. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, all right, last game. OU at West Virginia, six thirty. Oh, Auburn Alabama's on Saturday. Just preface that Notre Dame UNC is on Friday. Iron Bowl Saturday. Okay. OU West Virginia Saturday, six thirty ABC night game. West Virginia's plus 11. This is a, I think this is a big ro- – I obviously, if you've been listening every week, y'all know that I'm, for some reason, a big Mountaineers fan this year. I think this is a big test for Oklahoma. It is not going to be a walk in the park. Are you sure that game wasn't postponed? OU West Virginia? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was postponed. Shit. Seriously? Yeah. No. Was it? Yeah, breaking Saturday's game between number oh. 30 minutes ago. Wow. Good this call, is man. during the pod. That's live. That's why That's why we're live on YouTube for all zero people watching currently. <laughs> A whopping people. Damn it. So Are you kidding Saturday's me? game between number 11 Oklahoma and West Virginia has been postponed as the Sooners have temporarily paused all organizations. 
our all organized team activities due to recent positive tests for COVID-19 and COVID tracing. Uh, Big 12 has announced that West Virginia, dude, there's no way this fucking Big 12 championship happens before Christmas. That's fine with me. Damn it. Well, uh, let's see. So not, LS, not a, LSU not and AM play. Uh, no. Georgia, South Carolina. What do you want to talk about? AM's going to freaking just sit there, man. They're going to go like play the Sugar Bowl. And play. I do think they cover this week because they're trying to prove that they're actually good. Yeah, but they apparently like wimped out against Ole Miss last week. So that's kind of BS. That's okay. Who are you getting that information from? Stanford Steve. No, no, you're not. You're getting it from William Wilde. Scuba Steve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, there's really no other good, good good games this week other than those two. Damn it. I, if I was a money man, I'd put it on Notre Dame to cover. I'm taking Bama. 20 bucks? No, I don't. we don't disagree. And then... No, we're, we're, we're agreeing on both. What do you mean agreeing on both? I didn't agree to Alabama. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I say give me... Give me twenty bucks on uh, Notre Dame. Okay. All right. All right. If not more. All right. All right. Okay. You have All right. We'll touch else? base. We'll touch base. You have anything else? What time is that game? So I know when to touch base with you. Two thirty tomorrow. No Friday. What are you talking about? Notre, Notre Dame game. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow! ESPN is showing that the lowest ticket price for the UMass Liberty game is nine thousand four hundred ninety-nine dollars. I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't think it is either. All right. Thanks for everybody for listening. YouTube horns. or whatnot. We appreciate it. Have a hey, great you Thanksgiving. No, I'm trying to sell my tickets. So if you need a ticket, let me know. My dad's going. Horns. I thought about it, but I've got finals next week and it's just it's not gonna happen, man. You know? Good for you. Study hard. I think I'm gonna watch it here with the Dr. Bird, the Bird Man Jr. Oh, enjoy it. Let's get the win. All right. Thanks for everybody for listening. We'll talk to y'all later.